Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play podcast. As uh, as of two weeks ago, I am your new host, Sam Grez's Dave's flight back from the UK got cancelled, so he's not going to be with us. We're actually not sure when he's going to be back. Uh, we don't have any guests today. Uh, this week, I figured I would go on a deep dive into our favorite quarterback, Trevor Simeon. It's going to be a three-hour podcast where we're going to teach you all about him say why you need to start him next week on your fantasy team, go back through his history game by game at Northwestern and go into some advanced sabermetric uh, statistics and show you why he is truly the future of the NFL, the best quarterback in the NFL, and uh, really... And no, 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 no. Dave! Guess what? I'm back. I thought you were still in Scotland. I teleported because I will not have this on my brand. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. I'm Drawplay Dave Rapoccio, your real host for the Drawplay podcast. I'm back. With me, as always, is I picked the Rams to win the division, <laughs> Sam Grezis. I did. I did. And, I, you know, there's audio evidence of it. So anyway, yes. I am back, and actually, for a at least a little bit of time here, we do have a guest, and it is my wife. Hello, <laughs> long time listener, first time, <laughs> first guest. time caller, first time caller. <laughs> Sam, I have to say, I was really uh, looking forward to the three-hour in-depth Pokemon expose. Oh, that sure. Could do without Dave on here. That's that's next week after I poison him. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I don't like... You've gone power hungry. I gave you two weeks and you've gone power hungry. I don't like it. I, I got to knock you back to where you belong, <laughs> sir. So anyway, now that I'm back, we're going to ha start having a more regular schedule here. And the plan for at least during the season at the moment is more or less we're going to be doing a recap of the previous week's games and sort of going over the storylines and things like that, because really there's not much else we can do. There's just so much. We might as well just go through it game by game, even if some of the games are only going to get like one sentence worth of mention. And then we'll maybe we'll we'll hit the topics as the game. Like when we get to the Vikings, we can talk right. about AP's injury, that kind of thing. Maybe we'll have one topic in the middle, like a little fun break where you can do stuff. And then towards the end, the back end of the podcast, we'll do predictions for next week so that the following week, we can laugh at ourselves for being amazingly wrong. That's always fun. This week, though, in particular, there's so much, a lot of stuff happened this week, man, in the games. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get to that. Yes, I am too. But first, because I think this is something that we, we've touched on this before in an episode. I don't remember what episode it was. You can look it up. Mm -hmm. But we, I, I spent my honeymoon in the UK, Scotland specifically. So I got to experience football in the UK. I'm not going to talk about the rest of the honeymoon and all that stuff because that's personal. Get out of my <laughs> business, listeners. <laughs> but I do want to share, and that's why I have Kaylee here, our experience of watching football in the United Kingdom because I think, at least in one way, it really opened up my eyes to some of the issues that we have over there. So before we get into like the games and stuff, I might as well just start with that. Mm -hmm. First, and as a disclaimer... Obviously, my experience is limited. It was one week. I was in Edinburgh. I wasn't in London where the NFL is making a push. I was in Edinburgh and Glasgow and a bunch of the Highlands where they don't know what TVs mean. <laughs> and so my experience is obviously very limited, um, very biased to nothing. So And it will not be representative of the entire UK football fandom. That said, there was no evidence of American football pretty much anywhere that I saw. And the, first, the main thing I noticed, I wore my Giants hat and my Giants coat pretty much every day. I was basically trying to bait conversation. Yeah, did people even Just, recognize that it, was, that it was a sports team? Like, they did. I actually think like, once. Dave's being kind of unfair. No, once. It happened. I got recognized walking around once. It was on mm. 
the Isle of Skye up in the Highlands where nobody lives. One guy passed me <laughs> and started to trash talk me, and it was a goddamn Eagles fan. Well, oh, my God. That's great. I'm imagining you hiking up uh, like a mountain in the, in the Scottish Highlands, and you crest like a peak. And on the other side of the peak, there's an Eagles fan who looks at you. You lock eyes, and you, they just start talking shit. And that's a beautiful um, <laughs> please don't Basically, please don't mess up the, my imagination of this moment. Okay, I, I won't ruin that is you. Exactly <laughs> as it yes, that's that's what happened. But outside, but that was pretty much my experience in terms of just trying to bait conversation among. Because if I walk if I walk around with all my sports gear, even just around town during the day in the off season here, I'll I can usually bait one person into conversation. In Scotland, in the UK, I I was able to bait no one, and I'm pretty sure the the Eagles fan who started trash talking me was an American. An expat. I didn't sure. I didn't hear an accent. It just it just goes to show you that no matter where you are in the world, Eagles fans are still jerks. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did because I, obviously it was the honeymoon, so I wasn't like actively searching out football the entire time it was kind of an excuse to get away from it and it was kind of mm -hmm. nice to not actually pay attention to football constantly but when we got back into edinburgh for week one we decided hey we got nothing to do that night we might as well watch some of the games for week one so after dinner we went and we decided to go on a quest to find out where a bar is to find to watch football and it did turn into a quest it, too it was a wow. lot harder than we thought it was going to be we, we used be an app or like a, a website that you could punch in like where where what bars are playing the games you know and we sure. punched it in and we sure. got 10 to 15 different bars but we went to it like five or six maybe seven bars before we found one Okay, but in fairness to so Sam, the bar we found yeah. was a place that I would love to watch football at here. It was called Sportsters, and it was on one of the main drags of Edinburgh. And okay. it had three different floors, giant wow. TVs everywhere. You could actually sit at tables where there was a TV in the middle of the table or to the side of the table, and you could watch your own personal game. Like, it oh, was a cool awesome. sports bar. It was. It was and a really cool bar. I had one of my actually favorite memories from the honeymoon, which was Dave and I sat at the bar. The Scottish bartender served us. It was a very nice guy. Mm -hmm. And there was a group of Scottish people behind us watching the game. And they were all Cowboys fans. Oh, and man. And so we got to sit there on the Giants versus Cowboys game. And Dave got to listen to a bunch of very heavily Scottish accented people talk trash about that's, the Giants. Oh, and that's he didn't great. Say a word. You see, I'm going to dispute that, actually. <laughs> They they were rooting for the Cowboys, but they weren't Cowboys fans. Oh, okay. Let me let me paint a little picture before okay. I get to this first. Yeah, right. Let me, let me paint a little picture. I walk in. This bar is pretty great, but I mean, it's oh, what was it like seven 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 thirty on at Edinburgh you Sunday night. You were also telling me that they when you came in they didn't have your game on like they didn't have no on. they the entire bar despite having sun, tons of tvs the entire bar pretty much was only playing the red zone channel oh i thought you were saying i i misremembered that i'm getting to that i'm getting to that okay okay i'll get to it let me let me paint my word picture sam <laughs> I, i'm button you back down stop being power hungry okay but we walk in the bar is uh maybe maybe 30 to 40 percent full there's mm -hmm. plenty there's there's, there's the, the bar was full but none of the booths were like the maybe like a certain percentage of the booths were full there was sure. basically nobody on the upper level there was basically nobody on the lower level because it's a walking around bar. yeah walking around listening to the people i'm guessing at least 90 percent of the people in that bar were americans mm-hmm Mm -hmm. No, there were a lot of Scottish accents. There was a group of Scottish people up on the top floor who had Ducks jerseys on, and I'm that pretty sure hilarious. they were there That's to watch great. Mariota, which <laughs> I guess I ge I guess the UK really likes Mariota. Okay. But but most of the people I heard, most of the accents I heard sitting at the bar next to the largest group was American. Sure. And sure. I tried starting up a conversation with the guy next to me at first. And then I discovered the horrible, horrible truth. It's not that they were Cowboys fans, it's that they were all fantasy fans. 
And I don't mean like you and like you and me, like people who could play fantasy and kind of enjoy fantasy. I'm talking about the people who define their entire football experience through fantasy fantasy football. football. They judge football players entirely by their fantasy perspective. So they're all there. They're just arguing about they're saying they're basically trash talking the Giants because Eli doesn't get them points. They're trash talking the Giants because their defense is bad because Rashad Jennings doesn't get them enough points. And they like Romo because Romo gets them points or Ezekiel Elliott is going to get them points. So they were rooting for the Cowboys because they all had Cowboys players on their fantasy team. That's so it was pretty it was a pretty close draw between uh, what was more entertaining watching the game or watching your face slow turn bright red. But I, I can't stand that type of fan it's a weird mentality it, i agree with it that. it it's, is it's 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 not like i really like football for the sport and none of these people felt like they were there for the sport they were there to keep track of their teams and support it that way right. and it's it it's hard for me to make strike up casual conversations because all they want to do is talk about who their flex is and i don't <laughs> give a shit the the other thing and we talked about this a couple weeks ago is that a something that we like a lot about football it's our like one of our favorite things about football is the chaos and the in the yeah. mildly controlled chaos there's no fantasy football for that that doesn't get you points right like no. having your player lose a fumble in a hilarious fashion if you're only looking for the numbers you there's no yeah, joy that, to be had all you're had see, there, you, you, you know? see a fumble and you're just like oh that takes points off my board whereas in the meantime i'm just like <laughs> you're also missing out on all pretty much every uh, amazing punter kickoff return that happens most defensive plays uh, that's it's just a weird way to you're not getting a full enjoyment i don't think of the sport when you look at it that way it's these are these are the type of people who i think if fantasy football didn't exist would not watch football sure and sure. i think that's that's the biggest issue it's just they, they they can have their enjoyment i have no problem with them enjoying the game mm-hmm. the way they want to enjoy it it makes it difficult for me to interact with them however it might yeah. be that's, it might be more of like a gambling thing than a football yeah thing, that I mean? that could be like too a, a gambler's mentality mm-hmm. which which would make sense so basically i was in a bar in Edinburgh that was under half full at night with mostly American refugees who weren't big football fans. Mm-hmm. That was that was my experience with UK NFL. Oh, and midway through, so actually, no, it was even worse than that. So during the, I think at the Packers game, it was mm-hmm. the last two minutes, Sam, so it's like the The Packers-Jags game, so yeah. it's, you yeah. know, the good it game. It was a really good game. Yeah, yeah. And we, they had about three big TVs. Dave and I were watching on one of them. And then I think right after the two-minute warning, they were about to snap the next play. And they turned two out of the three big TVs to the U.S. Open. I th- <laughs> and we lost our minds, but nobody else in the bar was – they were all like, oh, yes, this is correct. Yeah, no, no, no one cares. No, no, one we cares. Are no it's tennis is on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch Djokovic play. Sure. So I think that was one of the most jarring. Like, oh right, we're in Europe. We're not in the I states. Never, right never. You would, you would get no, stabbed no. if that happened. Try that if, shit in America. If, if Could you imagine doing that in the middle of Chicago during the Bears game? I like am. The last I two am. Minutes of the well, game? this this year maybe, but but <laughs> in, in previous years, I am not that brave of a man, Keely. I. That is that is a would be it, a it's like a new style of public execution. Right so there. again, I did want to give this disclaimer. This is obviously not representative of all of the UK, but the fact that the only place we could find football on Sunday was a t- was a sports bar that was mostly empty, full of just American refugees watching for fantasy. It kind of says a little bit about where the sport is in terms of fandom. You bring up an interesting point, though, about the fantasy. Like, do you mm-hmm. think they have fantasy soccer? Is there any equivalent to they fantasy do. football? Is yeah. Football fantasy league? soccer is soccer where points are actually scored. Hater. <laughs> Hater over here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm there's sorry. fantasy. There's fantasy everything. There is with, fantasy with everything. Like, there's probably, like, if, fantasy bowling. Yeah. Because... Fantasy football started, right? Pen and paper. You don't need an app for it. So I'm sure there's fantasy soccer, even if there's not an app for it. What I think is interesting about your experience in the UK is that, yeah, it might not be, it might not be easy to find like football watching experiences in the UK. But what that tells me uh, is I'm I'm kind of looking more at 
U.S. now and how ubiquitous the NFL is and how you can't walk a block without seeing a bar that's like, we have NFL Sunday ticket or without seeing an ad for the NFL. It's such such a part of life here where it's printed on our beer, it's printed on our clothes, and that's kind of weirding me out a little bit too. So yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe it's there's just, something to that the where presence you're just from isn't that. there. Right. And the one thing I that came that I came away with it uh, big time that really kind of opened my eyes a little bit is when we did the the episode about relocation to London that mm-hmm. sort of thing if mm-hmm. if a London team is feasible. We talked about all ago. the ways the all the challenges it faced. There's one thing I don't think either of us really talked about that I think now is probably the biggest barrier to having a real fan base in the UK is the time difference. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. mm-hmm. not for the teams, for the fans. Because here's right. the problem. This was Sunday afternoon. Okay, so the Giants played on East Coast time at 4.30. At West Coast time, when I would normally watch it, it was at 1 o'clock. They were the afternoon game, the, right. the second of the slated games on Sunday. That game in the UK started at 9.30. And this so is, that, this is so Sunday. This is Sunday afternoon, yeah. the late games on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You gotta so go, you gotta that go to game, work Monday that game, that game ended close to one o'clock in the morning. Oh, jeez. So the the thing I got, I the thing I realized is that the prime time, our prime time games are completely unwatchable in the UK. Mm-hmm. I think I've I've always felt that the football is kind of a blue collar sport that it, it appeals to the blue collar worker that sort of thing. That's how it came up. It, it appeals to that kind of fan. Those kind of fans have jobs. Yeah, nine to five on Mondays. So the the only people who can really watch primetime games in the UK are people who have really weird work schedules or don't work at all. Right. Or because even, who even wants then, to stay up till 2:30 to, to watch a primetime game? You're losing later. the best hours of the sleep yep. at, that night. It's impossible. The early games on Sunday that we would consider the early games, the one o'clock games on the East Coast, the 10 o'clock games on the West Coast, uh, the whatever in the time zones that nobody cares about in the middle. Wow. <laughs> okay. Way to just diss okay, but I just I just, I just had to diss Sam there. It's fine. But they start at like five, so right through dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So it so are you gonna watch them through your dinner? Are you gonna watch the games then Sunday night on these late games? So no wonder it's difficult to build a fan base in Europe in the UK because the games are just on at bad times to be a fan. Right. It's not like here where I like even though I don't like soccer, there are still plenty of times that I can just watch it if it's on TV. I can just get up, I can just watch it. It'll be on TV even if it's UK soccer. If I'm up early enough, I can watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The UK has a major schedule problem. They yeah. cannot watch our primetime games. It's basically un- impossible to watch the primetime games. I, I don't know how they watch the Super Bowl. They must They'd all have take to do it Monday on off. Delay. Yeah, or something like that. So I think this is probably the biggest barrier towards having building a true fan base. Because right now it's probably... I imagine the UK football fan base is just... A small group of dedicated people Super who have the dedicated. time to watch these games and I don't think it's going to build much higher than that because everyone else has got to go to work in the morning yeah well and I think too so Sam you had mentioned before um, about oh walking through anywhere in the states there's NFL Sunday ticket it's just such a part of our life at least for a sports bar perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Dave kind of glossed over our quest to find a place that was playing football on Sunday, but it probably took about an hour and a half. And wow. we were walking around like, where are they? We, we, we wandered all around downtown but, Edinburgh to find this bar. But a lot of the bars we went to had, you, so you know the look of the Sunday ticket where it's green and you got the two main players up and you're like, yeah. oh, yes, this is football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had those. And then we would say, oh my God, we found a place. And we ran towards it. Oh, it's soccer. <laughs> like it was too. And we're, and we're not going to be able to wrestle that TV away from the local fans. Oh no! I wasn't no, even going to bother trying. I was. If if you think it's scary to change from NFL to tennis in America, think how it would be changing from soccer to real football in. Oh, can you imagine God. just being like just a hardcore, whatever supporter and some 
dumbass American walks in. <laughs> hey, can you change it to the Giants game? Oh my I want to watch. I want to watch American football. You know, football. Real <laughs> football. football. I don't want to watch soccer. That's a, that's a good way to get your ass kicked, my friend. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. So, that was our UK football experience. I think I think it was kind of interesting. I wouldn't mind going back and trying it again just to see what it was. But I I effectively we left halfway through the Giants game because I I couldn't make conversation with any of the bar people because they're mm-hmm. all terrible fantasy people <laughs> and that I didn't want to talk to. What so <laughs> so we just Ooh, went back to the hotel the and I basically just kept track of the game on my phone. Sure. Sure. Now that that's over, let's do what everyone here came to listen for. It's our recap. Of yes. The we might as well start with the first color rush game of the year. <laughs> Last Thursday, Bills Jets, because I think we have a lot to talk about here. We do. And Okay, so Jets 37, Bills 31. Panic in the snow town, man. I, yeah. Panic <laughs> they, in Buffalo. They really kind of went ham right after that game base if you watch the game the game most people i think did because the game was pretty good mm-hmm. the bills they put up some points offensively but defensively the jets just murdered them you, you'd think 31 points would be enough to put most teams away right yeah <laughs> y- y- you would think but the, the jets, like the the jets, jets. just carved the defense up the bills defense looked terrible and then on Friday, Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator for the Bills, got <laughs> fired. Yeah, so how does that work? Uh, let's yeah. not pretend Greg Roman is a good offensive coordinator. The offense clearly has some problems, but That's not this the is prob- obviously That's not the problem. He right? is not the problem. This is obviously a panic we got to blame somebody problem. That's that's going to Flint, Michigan and being like, here's here's like I'm going to donate a bunch of money to a soup kitchen. By the way, your water still has lead in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but hey, now you can you can you have food, free food or something. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> Don't worry guys, we addressed the real The Bills problem. are Rex Ryan has done this season. It I think people are already taking bets on whether it, or not he lasts the entire season. It's a shame, but I, I tend to agree. I I want Rex Ryan to succeed. I like him so much as a coach. Um, he's always so fun in press conferences. He's a fun personality, but I think he's a terrible coach. I, that's the thing, and that's hard for me to admit to myself because... He's a bad coach, but I kind of just want him on camera. Maybe if right. you can just put him as like an analyst or something. Just put him in a place where he can talk to the camera, but isn't a coach that can torpedo a I'm team. I'm trying to imagine him as an analyst. I just see him like sitting next to Shannon Sharp or something, eating chips. Doesn't say words. Please, and then Rob just shows up, blitzed off of whiskey, randomly. <laughs> I want to live in that world. Ryan and Ryan in the morning. Yes. <laughs> a oh little R and R. Oh, you just sold it. <laughs> I just stole my own joke. That was a comic I made. A little R and R. Anyway, that yeah. So Bills. Now they have to play. I think Arizona and the Patriots. They have a very good chance of starting zero and four. The hopes for the Bills. They're already toast. I was looking on Facebook, and my favorite comment that I saw was. How are the Jets like Hillary Clinton? Because they both have bills to push around. That's that's not (laughs) joke even. That's any politician. That's literally what they do. I think no, it doesn't mean Bill is in Congress. Bill, it means Bill is in Clinton. Oh, 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 God. Okay, there you go. There you go. Jesus, there you go. Now you get it. Now I get it. Wow. Okay, it works on multiple levels. (laughs) It does. So let's move on to Carolina forty-six, San Francisco twenty-seven. This was was more or less the expected result of this game. It it was, but I want to. I want to point out that Blaine Gabbert, at least in the early goings of this game, Blaine Gabbert looked really good. He did. Yeah. Yeah. If any, if anything came out of this game, is that the 49ers probably looked a little better than expected. Yeah. Uh, Carolina pulled away later. Later, but I was I was surprised to see the game stay close for as long as it did. 
It did. It did. San Francisco had a chance. They did. Carolina put it away. I mean, this is expected result. San Francisco was what five and eleven last year or something, something like, like that. that. So they they're not expected to beat the team, the Carolina Panthers, but they did okay. And honestly, if I if I was a San Francisco fan, I'd come away with a little bit. I feel a little bit okay. The, I'd, I'd feel better towards the rest of the season. The expectation for the 49ers was that they were going to be a bottom five team this year, and I don't think that's yeah. going to be true no, at all. No, they shut out the Rams, and now they looked decent against Carolina. So Absolutely. I think, I think San Francisco's looking up. And as a side note before we move on to the next game, this was the first 46-27 to 27 score in NFL history. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yes. Apparently that has never happened before. That's so that's, It is a weird score. That's v- vaguely neat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so moving on to what i call the fuck up of the week uh, baltimore yeah. 25 browns 20 i wanted oh, the browns to win this game real bad Me and too. for a quarter they looked like they were gonna do it well, every time it was funny we were watching it at the bar sam and mm. i just was watching this game out of the corner of my eye because my family's from cleveland sure and you look up at one point and i think it was actually 20 to zero wasn't it or it was something it, like that. I, I watched them when they scored the touchdown early. to 20 yeah yeah and so i just thought oh the browns will actually do it and then i didn't pay attention for probably about an hour and then i looked up and i was like oh the browns are being browns yeah i was look watching it on red zone channel and pretty much the same thing happened to me where i saw i saw a browns touchdown and they were they were ahead by a pretty good margin and then the next time i saw them again on red zone oh you know baltimore had made it into a game and then and then what, what happened, happened to me? I actually kept tabs on the game, and I feel bad because when the Browns scored their third touchdown to go twenty, I'm just like, I I, I made a little joke tweet, just like, yeah, Browns are up twenty-one, nothing on the Ravens. Maybe the Ravens are bad. As I said that, the Ravens blocked the kick, yeah, the extra point, and then ran it back, and immediately. The part of my brain that knows the Browns was like, oh, this is this so is here it begins. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is it was all your fault. Yes, Cleveland, <laughs> it was it. all my fault. I am sorry, Come Cleveland. This this was this was my bad. <laughs> I, we have to talk about McCown now. Yeah. So McCown's hurt. He is, and I'm very sad about it because we we talked actually about this last week with with RG three going down and how we well, all I didn't kind talk of about it last to... week what was that <laughs> well, i didn't talk about it last week the royal we <laughs> <laughs> we talked about how we all kind of were a little bit excited about the browns not being terrible this year or at least being exciting to watch and having two quarterbacks in a row go down two relatively capable quarterbacks in a row go down is tough I yeah. I don't know I literally don't know anything about this guy that's that's coming to to He's back from USC. I had to add him to the Browns QB Hydra I that I always that. do. Yeah, the updated and Hydra. I, 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 I Googled him. I'm like, oh okay, apparently he went to USC because those are the only pictures I could find. <laughs> What's his name? Cody Kessler. He is now the only healthy QB on the roster. I don't. I, maybe the Browns will pick someone else up, but I don't think they're going to start anyone besides Cody for the week because at least Cody's been on the team. They're not going to pick up Josh Freeman and then start Josh Freeman. No. no. So McCown the Browns, is on IR, ugh. so they expect him. Yeah, bad. McCown might start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I was just. I feel like I was promised something, right? And then I got yeah. a little. Someone gave me like a bite of a delicious sandwich, and then they they're like, "No, that's all you get." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Browns. Every every I saw a Browns fan on Facebook. It was just like, after fifty years, I'm done. And I, as mu- as as bad as I felt for him, at the same time, I was like, "Really, this is the game that broke you?" Yeah, I feel that- like the Browns have been doing this multiple times this season for since 99 worse worse things have happened and the browns are a relatively young team this year they are prior they have they have possible future if they can get a quarterback who doesn't die after one game there you go (laughs) and at the very least their games have been exciting so far each and every one like true both both of the games have been very exciting and that is more than you expected from the browns last year oh yeah I do want to give one note there. I had several contenders here for the controversy of the week, mm. but I, I didn't give it to the Browns simply because it didn't really decide the game. But that 
taunting penalty on Terrell Pryor yeah. when he was just trying to give the ball back to the official and it slipped out of his hand and hit the Ravens player in the head and they called it taunting. That was some horse shit. Yeah, dude. The refs Ugh. don't like Terrell Pryor. They they didn't like him in college and they they don't like him in and pro. They're, whoever that the ref who called that is going to get reprimanded by the league. I hope so. I mean, they're going to talk to him behind the scenes because that was probably the worst call of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I do but want to say just real, to... real quick, okay. real quick. You said there's only one healthy quarterback on the Browns roster. That's not necessarily true. They do oh, have Terrell, Terrell Pryor. Pryor. And oh, there's, I didn't there's, even think about that. There is a little bit of rumbling <laughs> about <laughs> what might happen there if they need him. So I that's just something to keep in mind. Not that it not that it will or won't be anything, but it's just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Terrell Pryor was a quarterback. Moving on to the game I did give controversy of the week mm-hmm. was Tennessee 16, Detroit Lions 15. How did Detroit lose this game? This was no so kidding. this was so weird. So I didn't watch this game. This was on a far TV at the bar, and I looked at the beginning, and I saw the Lions make a fantastic catch somewhere deep yeah. into Tennessee territory. I'm just like, oh, that's going to be a blowout. I, it, I turned back at the very end of the game, and I look at the score, and I just went, what? Right. <laughs> How did this happen? But the reason I gave it controversy of the week is because the Lions would have won the game if not for a very questionable offensive pass interference call on Eric Ebron in the end zone where he would have scored the go-ahead points. There were, was that one of the plays, there were three plays in a row, there were, I'm sorry, there were two plays in a row that would have been touchdowns that were called back for offensive Lions penalties, and I think that was one of them. That drive was just an. I think that one was more run. egregious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of, the, one of the I think the Lions had there. seventeen penalties in that game. Oh wow! Which is awful. It was it was pretty bad, and a lot of them a lot of them were legit. I, I was watching yeah. a lot of that game. Oh yeah, and the Lions have a major discipline problem every year. It seems, and this time it's on the offensive side of the ball. It's mostly yeah. holding calls, and it's mostly pretty egregious holding calls too. So. They got to get their act together, I think, because Stafford's do, been playing pretty yeah. well, like he always does. And if he keeps getting these touchdown passes overturned by dumb penalties, but I do want to give a special like a hey, hey, Tennessee, good job, good job, Tennessee. No one, no yeah, one expects yeah. too much of you, but good for you. I don't know if this was Marcus Mariota's first fourth quarter comeback, but it's the first one. I can think of. So congratulations to Marcus Mariota. Um, Good job, Andre Johnson, on that fourth down game-winning catch, which I think was a terrible throw by Mariota. Mariota should not have thrown that ball. He was extremely covered, but it worked out. So good for them. them. All those uh, Scottish fans with Mariota duck jerseys are going to be happy this week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Moving on. Houston 19, KC 12, Boring. Yep. Texans got a little bit of revenge for last year's playoff game. Whatever. That game happened. Yep. I don't yep. think anyone really cared. Anyone really watched it. It was boring. It was yep. an ugly game. So, New England 31, Miami 24. Oh, this one was fun. This one was fun. It was. First off, Janine Garofalo is hurt. Yep. And something called a... I can't even remember his name. It's Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah something I, called a Brissett is is now starting for. I I I've been calling him Jacoby Biscuits. <laughs> I I a lot of people call him Jacoby Brisket. I think Biscuits is funnier Jacoby. because I can just call him Biscuits as a nickname, and I think that that should go along the entire league. We could just say, "Hey, how would Biscuits do? Did Biscuits score some points?" Like I want I want to see I want Biscuits to be a thing. I, I want everyone to call Jacoby Brissett Biscuits. He sounds like a puppy dog. Yeah, well, that's the thing is is Jacoby Biscuits sounds like well Biscuits <laughs> sounds like a puppy dog, but Jacoby Biscuits sounds like a character in the musical Newsies. So <laughs> I, I'm in favor of this nickname. So we get to watch Biscuits from now on. Janine Garofalo is hurt. Um, I think the Miami pretty much stood no chance in this game at all until Biscuits came in mm. because Garofalo was just chucking touchdowns all over. He really him. was. He was doing good. Yeah. yeah. Tannehill, he great. I, I think the Dolphins need to move on from Tannehill. I think the experiment is over. <laughs> 
the experiment has lasted a long time. Yes, yes. I, it's been peer-reviewed, and a lot of people are disagreeing with the results. I, wa I want to say that Tannehill, I think these two games have been good games for Tannehill. He has been, I don't think they have been because he put up good numbers in garbage time when the team was well behind and the Patriots were now trotting out uh, biscuits. Well, I'm I'm not talking about I'm not talking about good numbers, right? I'm talking about good numbers for Tannehill. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm talking in terms of how he has looked relative to his previous performance, not not next to a quarterback who's actually what is the best word for this not terrible you know <laughs> so <laughs> I, I moral victories i guess is what i'm kind of going for but i i agree with you i think i think they gotta they gotta move on i think i think they move on i'm i'm done kind of defending him yeah. like Tannehill. he he we we gave miko grimes a lot of crap on an earlier podcast but i kind of agree with her that he's a bum yeah yeah <clears throat> Miko Grimes, expert analyst. Yep, yep. Get <laughs> get her on the too. NFL Network. <laughs> yes, that, that would be the best show that has ever existed. She's just so wise. We should see if she wants to be on the podcast. Oh, Ooh. oh my gosh! Can you imagine? We would not be able to hold our own against that. No, I feel like we would just ask for one. <laughs> we would question. be overwhelmed. There would be one hour that. of of Miko Grimes, and it would be the best podcast we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> It probably Just would. Just Grimes talking for an hour. I'd listen yep. to it. I would too. Anyway, All we right, got your boys on. next. Yeah. Yeah. New York Giants 26, New Orleans 23. I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> Giants are a flawed team, but they they this was a game that they would have lost last year. Just sure. like against the Cowboys in week one, they've, they have now officially won two games that last year, maybe the last two years, they would have totally squandered. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of refreshing to see when we got down to the two yard line and they just started calling knees. I was just like, wait, why aren't we going for it? Oh, right. Because we can just work the clock all the way down yep. to nothing and then kick yep. the field goal. And even if the field goal misses, we go into overtime. Wow. Look at this. This is smart clock management. I haven't seen this for a while. I, 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 I came away feeling actually pretty positive. I think the giants were the better team against the saints. I'd agree I think the, the score was closer than the game was because the giants, the, the saints, really only had like two good drives the giants had a lot of good drives but they fumbled three times mm -hmm. without those fumbles i think this is a very different game because two of those fumbles came pretty good into territory and in saints territory especially the one where Cruz made like an amazing 60 yard catch and then coughed it up when he got tackled yeah so that was a nice thing to see in in this game actually was Cruz did really well I, that's good for him there. yeah I, I was gonna say in both of these two games not that he hasn't been present but Odell Beckham Jr.'s presence on the field has made Victor Cruz a lot better because you can't double like if if OBJ yeah. is covered, you're just gonna throw it to Cruz, who seems to like still he's himself. Have it. Yeah, yeah. I, I he made the play of the game against because when I saw Eli throw that ball to Cruz, I looked at it. I'm like, ah, oh, crap, it's a pick. Mm -hmm. But he wrestled the ball right away from the Saints defender and effectively won the game on that first yep. down. So. Yep. Thank you, Cruz. It's so good to see you come back. It's, and it's also a shout out to Sterling Shepard, who seems like a stud mm -hmm. wide receiver a rookie. Really good receiver game right now. Yeah. It's if nice we had an O line, our offense would be unstoppable. Sterling Shepard, we talked about this. Uh, my brother actually talked about this last week. He is my brother's pick for offensive rookie of the year early on. Oh, that's good. That's ballsy. Yeah. Pick, it's, it is ballsy. Yeah. It is ballsy, but. It's not that ballsy, I don't think. That's not that ballsy. He had eight catches on eight targets yesterday, mm -hmm. and it was great. So I'm pumped about him. Uh, our our questionable top ten pick, Eli Apple, played pretty well. <laughs> so Apple. maybe it, we don't have to panic on him sure. quite yet. Sure. So, so good thing. I'm happy with the Giants. We're two and zero. It's a it's it's kind of it's not a comfortable two and zero. We we kind of eke these two wins out, but these are two games that we would have lost in previous seasons. Mm -hmm. So it th there's reasons for optimism. Moving on to Pittsburgh twenty four, Cincinnati sixteen. 
So he, those two teams hate each other, don't they? Yeah, yeah, just just a little bit, you think? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that they game got so chippy so fast. I thought they, I thought it yeah. was going to be a yeah. little bit less. I mean, maybe not less intense, but less chippy after last year. Maybe like, hey, settle down a little bit after the play. I figured the the refs would be very aware, just like, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, yeah, these two teams, we're aware Stop. there's a little bit of blood blood here. I think they were trying to go too hard in the other direction because there were some pretty questionable calls in yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, I the agree. one where his knee was, a lot of people think it was down, but they counted it as a fumble that the Steelers recovered. Yep. So yep. there's. I mean, that was pretty much the slugfest I think most of us expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pittsburgh is going to win that division. I didn't get to do my divisional picks. I think Pittsburgh's going to win that division. Sure, so sure. I think <laughs> I, I don't want Pittsburgh to win the division. I think they're going to. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Don't give me no crap. <laughs> live look at my marriage, everyone. Yeah, live, live look in. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Save me. <laughs> Okay, so Dallas 27, Washington 23. Yeah, and a lot of people now off the Kirk Cousins bandwagon already. Why were they on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon? I don't know. (laughs) 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 Don't ask me. I mean, seriously, yes. It was a thing. The the Redskins won the division last year, but they won it with zero wins against winning teams. Yeah. And they only won games at home. The, the Redskins were bad last year. The entire NFC East was bad. The Redskins are not going to be good this year. I want to give a quick shout-out to Facebook commenter Dennis Reed, uh, who wrote, When you let a rookie quarterback come in your house and embarrass you, comma, comma, it's time to sell the team, comma, comma. They are pathetic, comma, comma. Get rid of hashtag Kirk Kowison before it's too late. <laughs> He's trash, comma, comma. Uh, unfortunately, Dennis Reed, it is already too late to get rid of Kirk <laughs> Kowison. <laughs> He's he is playing for a paycheck this year, so yeah. he there there is a chance that after this season if if he doesn't turn it around, they don't keep him, but I, I think I think they are the Redskins yeah. are all in Kowison. Dallas is going to compete for the division. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Dallas, the Giants, and the Eagles competing for the division, yep. kind of in a stupid person slap fight. Yeah. And then Washington <laughs> will just be kind of picking up the slack at the bottom. Yeah, I agree. We, we all knew it was true. They're the Redskins. Come on. They're flawed. They're, 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 they're overrated because they won the division last year. They're, I, don't, I don't have faith in the Redskins. I don't have faith in Kirk Maybe Cousins. they just need to find this uh, Kirk Kuisen guy. Kirk, yeah, <laughs> like sign Kirk Kuisen. <laughs> Hashtag sign Kirk Queen. Okay. <laughs> Next is blowout of the week. Arizona 40, Tampa Bay 7. I really don't think we have anything to say about this game. I just want to say I'm glad that Arizona showed up and that their defense is is good. The first game yeah. the first game worried me a little bit. Um it I want did, I want to but... see them compete for a Super Bowl. So Yes, same. So and then we're stinker of the week. Yeah. Los Angeles Rams nine. Seattle Seahawks three. What a boring game. Who wants to uh, Who wants to watch a game was without it three a touchdown? Was it, it was three. No <laughs> touchdowns were scored yeah, in this game. No it was touchdowns. three to That's nine. Right. And oh, my pick what for the NFC fest. West, folks, beating the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> I love the Rams. I love the Rams for the sole purpose that they troll Seattle every year. Every year. Every year. I think it's the only reason Jeff Fisher still has his job is because every year they they embarrass Seattle. Yeah. Which which offense do you think is is worse slash is going to be worse as the season goes on? Seattle's or the Rams's? Because I would I would agree I would agree with that. Um, Seattle's own line is is terrible, but LA's D line is probably LA's D line is incredible yeah. and pretty much Jeff Fisher built them to beat Seattle. <laughs> so yeah. they're the only they, they seem like the only team that can contain Russell Wilson bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I Seattle Seattle's gonna be fine. People are panic people are it's obviously gonna panic, panic because it's yeah. their offense is gonna have problems because they have no offensive line, but Seattle Seattle will be fine. 
they, they'll probably be a playoff team, either oh, yeah. as a wild card beneath Arizona or unless Arizona falters, they'll take the division. Seattle is going to be fine, but in the meantime, we get to hilariously laugh at all the 12s. Sure. And then now we have Denver 34, Indianapolis 20. Manning Bowl, Ooh, kind of. Whatever. Bowl. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Tre- it, Trevor Simeon seems to be a, a, a legitimately talented enough to start in the NFL, which which I like to see. But other than that, I don't think there's much to say here. No, no, that was pretty much the expected result. I don't think the Colts are all that good. I, I, I think that Luck is – I don't know what's going on with him, man, but if I were a Colts fan, I would seriously start – looking at like some game tape of luck and be like do we do we did we not get lucky yeah i mean is (laughs) is the luck run out (laughs) (laughs) yes all right so atlanta 35 oakland 28 this was a surprise for me this was a surprise and i think it killed all that uh week one hype yep that the raiders earned with that ballsy two-point conversion because this was in oakland too i think it was. They was were it? at home. Yeah, it was in Oakland, and I don't think many people thought the Falcons were going to be terribly good this season. No. I mean, they lost last week to Tampa Bay. The early weeks of the season are so kind of hard to tell because you do have wins that you can't tell if they're flukes or indicative of how that team is actually going to perform over the rest of the season. It's just too early to tell. Which is too bad because I was really on the uh, oh can get really good and ride into the Super Bowl train. I thought that would just be (laughs) such a great story to watch. The issue with Oakland though is that they have all these talented players on defense. Khalil Mack uh, just one of them and you let Atlanta, you let Matt Ryan. The Saints and Atlanta both yeah. put up a lot of points. You got to yeah. fix your defense. You do. I think I think that Oakland has one of the best offenses in the league. They, I, they're I really definitely do. set up to be one of the best, better offenses. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just it it kills me to see the fact that their their defense is really what's kind of dooming them in these games. After that, we have. San Diego 38, Jacksonville 14, and this was yeah. never even close to a game. No. And Danny Woodhead went down. Yeah, uh, shout out to PFT down. commenter. Shout sorry, out sorry, to PFT. sorry for your loss. He's apparently we'll, we'll pour be out one for out for season. him. Yeah, yeah. Torres ACL. Danny Woodhead is gone. Mm-hmm. But this is the Jags are now officially starting to panic. Yeah, because after last week, I mean, they held their own with the Packers and almost won. So the Jags fans are like, hey, if we could hold our own with the Packers who are expected to be good, hey, this is the thing. And then they go into San Diego who were not a good team last year and are not expected to be a terribly good team no, this year. No. And they got embarrassed. Minus, minus Keenan Allen, too. Don't forget. he. Yeah, minus Keenan Allen. But, so the Jags, there's a problem there. And a lot of people are starting to call for Gus's firing. Yeah. I mean, we and may be honestly, able to explain they, that by talking about the next game. <laughs> Yes. Actually. <laughs> so, I mean, last week when the Jacksonville Jaguars held their own against the Packers, we were, I mean, it was just like, hey, you know, the Packers are a good team. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Jacks holding their own. Good. This is this this is a moral, it, maybe it wasn't a literal victory, but it may be a moral victory for the Jaguars. No, if that's not get true. Last night, <laughs> it turns out Green Bay might, might be, not be a good not, team. Might not no. be the best team because uh, Minnesota 17 hmm. With a quarterback who's only been on the roster for a week. Yeah, and with... And with, Green Bay, 14. Yeah. Good job, Sam Bradford. Good job. This is one of my favorite games of the week because our office has two Packers fans in it. And both, like, really good sports, but we trash talk mm-hmm. each other regularly. Sure. And I walk in this morning, and the guy just looks me right in the eye, and he's like, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't talk to me. Like, All right. There, there was a lot of... I was looking on their Facebook page. There was a lot of really hot takes about Aaron Rodgers. I I can imagine. A lot of comparisons to Jay Cutler saying that he doesn't care and now he's got got a Hollywood girlfriend like Jay Cutler. So... That's a pretty But Jay Cutler comparison. didn't care before he had his That's that's true. Girlfriend. That's true. There there was there was just a lot of Jay Cutler never cared. Yeah. There was a lot of really hot takes about Aaron Rodgers and I think the fan base is starting to I mean when you're spoiled with how long has it been since they've missed the playoffs? 8 years? Oh, yeah, it's been oh. a long something time. like that. When you get it when when you 
when you have a fan base that's expecting to make the playoffs and make a Super Bowl run every year, you can't you can't play a competitive game with the Jaguars and then lose to Minnesota where Adrian Peterson injures himself and is out for half of the game. And they game. were starting a quarterback who has been on the roster for a week and, yeah, because their main Sam cornerback Bradford. got injured. Right. Yeah. You, you can't do that and expect your fans to There was to really no you. excuse for Green Bay to lose that game. No. The, the best thing I can say is Minnesota's defense is totally legit. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think the Packers will be okay I don't think I right now I I don't know if they're going to win the division, but I do think the Packers, I, and I do think Aaron Rodgers will be better than this because Minnesota does have a good defense and Green at the Rodgers and stuff they looked okay last week against the Jags. They do, and it was so, also I don't think you can discount the fact, and this actually goes for the Rams too. It was their first. It was Minnesota's first game at their new stadium. Everyone's going to be which hyped is amazing. Up. By yeah, the way. it's that, that stadium looks incredible. It looks fantastic. Brigantastic. I don't. I Those don't. Taxpayers did a great that. job funding that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to uh, the Minnesota taxpayers. I hope it was worth the what, like three to five billion dollars, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. For for the stadium. You 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 funded a really great home yeah. for your team. So hey, good job. <laughs> I think I took you off track there. No, that was that was pretty much all I was going to say is that is that you can't discount the fact that it's their first game at a new stadium. All all the players are going to be hyped up and they're I think they're going to be playing better because of it. So we'll see if we'll see if that kind of tones down uh later in the season. Uh same thing with the Rams when the, if they're not, you know, playing in front of their home crowd all hyped up at their new home. So, uh that wraps up the reactions for the week we are recording this as philly is almost about to play the bears right it's, now we, we, um, we so, are about uh there are about nine minutes left in the first quarter of uh eagles what's bears. the score i'm not in front zero, of zero zero how Ooh. exciting barn burner <laughs> I think Philly's probably going to win. I do too. But I do too. I, we're probably for the rest of the season. Me and Sam are going to at least next week. We're going to try and record on Tuesday morning so that we can actually recap. Yeah, the Monday the night Monday games, night game, something like that. But for now, we have recapped. We now have ten minutes left in the podcast because we took plenty of time to talk about Europe. Yep. And Europe. this, but that's more or less how I think it's going to go. So we might as well get into predictions for the next week. Sure. And. Not not too detailed. So first game Thursday, color rush Texans at Patriots. I think the Texans are going to win. I I wouldn't have agreed with you if Garop if Janine Garofalo hadn't gone down, but I think the Texans. But now that it's a, biscuits, I think yeah, I think I th the Texans have a real shot. I think Vince Wilfork's going to eat him some biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, honestly, of all the Brady-less games, this is probably the most losable one. For sure. I agree it, with that. A, after 100%. Arizona, after they beat Arizona, yeah. this is probably the most losable one. The Texans are competent enough that they can probably beat the Patriots mm -hmm. with biscuits at the helm. After that, Cardinals at the Bills. I don't think either of us, any of us here, yeah, think the Bills are going to win this game. Is anyone brave enough to take the Bills? I'm not. I mean, it's in Buffalo? Maybe they'll get Maybe. chilly. They're from Arizona. <laughs> I don't know. I think Buffalo's still nice in September. Though, I, I, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stretching. I, I, I don't. I don't see any way the Bills win this game. The, 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 this is pretty much like our definition of lock of the week. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, uh, if if I was in an eliminator <laughs> pool, I would be picking the Cardinals right now. This, this is yeah. Yes. All right, Raiders at Titans. I I, I, I see the Raiders winning this. One. I see yeah, the Raiders I winning. I I have no faith in the Titans. No. I also I, see I the just, Raiders I playing think the pretty Titans angry. Be a bottom feeder too. Yeah, the Raiders are going to be mad. Yeah. Redskins at the Giants. I have I have the Giants, I, but I have this. I, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than. Oh, I this think game is going to be close. It's going to be a shit game. I think. The Giants are going to win because we we tend to do well against the Redskins mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as a, in the past decade. Like we've always at least split with them. Like the only time they've ever swept us was with Sexy Rexy Grossman. Yeah, yeah. In the year we won the Super Bowl, so it ultimately <laughs> didn't matter. 
So I think, I th- especially at home, I think we'll beat the Redskins, but this will be a shitty clown ball game. I, I, think, that, I think that this game will have total about six interceptions. Six interceptions? I'm calling it right now. I think that, I think that there are going to be a whole lot of interceptions in this game. With Eli and Cousins? With, oh, with yeah. Eli and Cousins oh, yeah. and, and secondaries that are also pretty good. You know, yes. I, I, I yeah. think that I think that that's not an unsafe bet to make. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be it's going to be clown ball. I love clown ball. Uh, let's clown go. ball is the best. So after that, we have Browns at the Dolphins. There's there's yeah. our expected turd of the week. I, well, the, here's the thing. This pick is actually really hard for me to make because yeah, if, if they're both bad. Well, but if if the injury hadn't happened, if the Browns were coming in with either of the quarterbacks that were on their roster when they started the season, I would take them easily. But the Dolphins have actually shown that they can play. I I, I think I have to pick the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm probably going to pick the Dolphins. They're at home. The Dolphins still have their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. They they have a pretty decent defensive line. I don't see Kessler doing very well with Sue opposite him. If they, so if they I th- yeah, start, I think the Dolphins are going to win. If they decide to start Terrell Pryor uh, before the game, I will change my pick to the Browns just because I want I will want <laughs> them I will game. will them to a victory. Yes. <laughs> All right, now we have Ravens at the Jaguars. I think this is a actually tougher to because mm-hmm. logic would pick Ravens because the Ravens are two and zero, but I don't think they're a very good. They're, they weren't a convincing two and zero, and I think this is a trap they, game. They squeaked by the Bills, yeah. who have now been exposed as bad, <laughs> and then they came back against the Browns. But and the just, Jags are looking pretty bad too. Yeah, I have and the Jags here. Head on them. I do. They are at home. I think the Jags I, play angry. I think I think they they win it. I think I mean I think they do what the Browns did against the Ravens and and just hold on. You know, I think they I think they get I would have said them. the Jaguars have a good offense, but against San Diego and their defense they didn't. So mm-hmm. now I don't even know what to think. These are two not very good teams. I, it's kind they're, of a toss. They're, they're they're not. I'm going to pick the Jaguars simply because they're at home. Sure. Sure. Lions at the Packers. This is a Packers. really interesting game all of a sudden. I right? think the Packers yeah, it's probably more interesting than it looked a week ago, but I still think the Packers are going to they're going to they're it, the Packers are going to win. Really? I I I yes. I think the Packers are going to win too, but I'm not confident in that in that pick. I think that I think that there's a pretty pretty significant chance that Matt Stafford that Matthew Stafford just ends up picking apart the Packers defense and Aaron Rodgers can't get it going and the Packers fans go into full panic mode. All right. So, so far, I mean, we've basically picked the same team yeah, each time. Yeah. We, we got to start. We got to, we got to, we got to so. diverge at some point. Broncos at Bengals, uh, the Broncos. I've got the Broncos too. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I believe in pretty... touchdown Trevor. Vikings at the Panthers. Uh, well, this is an interesting game. It is, but do you not have the Panthers? I I don't have the balls to pick the Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't have the ball. Maybe if the Vikings were at home after what I saw last night, I might think of it. But I don't have the balls to pick the Vikings. Yeah, not against the completely healthy Panthers. Right. Not yeah. Ball. Yeah. And Cam Newton looked great last week too. He I did. I I don't see this is this is probably my safest pick other than um, Cardinals Bills, probably. Okay. Okay. I I think I I don't know. I think the Vikings could win, but I don't think they're going yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. Okay. Rams at Buccaneers. Ooh. I think the Bucks are going to win this. I think the Bucks are going to make the Rams look like crap. Oh, jeez. Yeah, cuz I was going to pick the Buccaneers too, and now and now I want to pick the Rams. Um <laughs> just to disagree, but I Jamise has been inconsistent, right? So far, so far this season, and it remains to be seen whether which one is the real uh, quarterback, right? The one we saw in week one or the one we saw in week two. So I think that's what it's going to depend on is how Winston plays. I'm going to take the Buccaneers, but again, this is not a pick. I'm 49ers at the Seahawks. Oh, I'm going to is... do it. I'm going to pick the God 49ers. God damn it, what? Dave! <laughs> I was going to do that too. 
<laughs> I think the Seahawks always start slow to the Shoot. season. They have the uh, San Francisco's defense actually looks pretty good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Russell might be still a little hurt, and they have no offensive line. I think the 49ers are going to do it. Yeah, I, I again, dude, I have to agree. Blaine Gabbert has turned from a a joke of a quarterback, literally a joke of a quarterback to someone who's actually fairly talented and can get it done. All right, all right, all right. You're 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 praising him a little too hard there. Uh, he went from a joke of a quarterback to a mediocre okay. at best quarterback. Uh, okay, I'll give I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I do have to say this matchup the 49ers for Seahawks. I always love watching this cuz it's always gets so chippy it's, between That's those true. Two There's so yeah. much hate for for there's a lot of hate. For a Seahawks team that is consistently better than the 49ers. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah. funny thing. And there's so much uh, bad blood there. I, I don't know. It's a Pacific rivalry it's, or something. Yeah, but... it's, it's totally a Pacific rivalry. It's just the Seahawks are the new upstarters yeah. and the 49ers are the old money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just hate each other. <laughs> Jets at the Chiefs. I'm picking the Jets. Mm, so I have the Chiefs in this one. Uh, the picking the, the Jets' offense has looked better than I think anyone expected. It and their be. defense is good. That's, I, that's true. I think the Jets are a, a possible playoff team here. And I think the Jets are going to win. I'm not confident. I'm not that confident in this pick. I just think the Chiefs do what they do and grind out a boring win against a not particularly great football team. <laughs> that is very on brand for the Chiefs. I, that's I, honestly that's that's the only reason I made that pick is because it is incredibly on brand for the Chiefs. They they'll throw to the flat all day, and you know their their average uh, play will get them four yards. They will they will <laughs> never have a run or a pass longer than twenty to thirty yards. And they'll they'll just somehow win in a game that ends up being like twelve to fourteen. That most people watching will have turned to watch a more <laughs> yeah, interesting game yeah. at the end of the, the third halfway mostly through the third quarter, there are gonna be people like, ah, I wonder what a real game looks yeah. like and they're gonna turn over to like Rams booking. I never realized how boring the Chiefs play football, but, but you're totally it, right. It Sam. really is <laughs> not so exciting boring. to watch. Especially, well, they used to have Jamal Charles, right? And that was yes. that was yeah, always like, oh, something exciting might happen because they gave the ball to Jamal Char- Charles. Now they don't have him anymore. And like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is what we're left with. <laughs> Boring football. Okay, so Chargers at the Colts. I have the Chargers. See, now I don't know what to think. I have the Chargers. I thought the Chargers were going to be bad. I would they've lost Keenan Allen and Woodhead, but they looked fantastic against the Jags. Mm-hmm. But it's in Indianapolis. I I genuinely don't really know who to pick here, so I'm going to go opposite of you just okay. to oppose you, so I'm going to go pick for it. Uh, my reasoning, and I, I actually think that my reasoning for the Chargers might be similar to your reasoning for the Colts. I think the Chargers' running back core is really good and by running back core i mean i really like melvin gordon and i think where did that come from uh, yeah apparently he's good now. yeah apparently he's good now and i i am kind of all in in his camp you could say the same thing about uh the colts running back stable though steelers at eagles Steelers. steelers 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 bears at cowboys cowboys I, I have no. Oh, come on, Sam. You can take them. Listen, I uh, have no faith. I think the Cowboys are going to win no that too. I have no Chicago faith in the Bears. No, no. And I'm 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 from Chicago. I live here. I'm a I'm a Bears fan, but I don't have any faith in the Bears. To be fair, they will be better than I thought they were going to be. They their offense exists in some, in some <laughs> form. I was very afraid that it wouldn't, and and it seems to. I think. The game actually that's happening right now, I think the Eagles are going to win, but I think it'll be a a more tightly contested game than I think a lot of people expect. So, but no, I, I think the Cowboys uh, roll over the Bears. And last game of the week, Monday Night Football: mm. Falcons at the Saints. God, a bullet. 
I'm taking. Like, I don't. The Dirty Birds. You're taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons. You think? I you think, think the they Falcons ride? are on an upswing, and the yeah. Falcons tend to do good at the beginning of the year and get everyone on their hype train, and then fuck it up. Thinking, thinking about this game uh, analytically, I know, I know, a first for me on this podcast, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Saints' defense is not good. No, it's not. And and Matt Ryan is a very pass happy guy. I think that I think that that might make the difference. Um, Matt Ryan will probably be able to pick apart the secondary. So I'll I'll agree with you on this one and take the Falcons. So that is all of Week Three predicted and all of Week Two, basically recap. Yeah, look at look at and us. Look at us, and we're basically out of time right now. Mm-hmm. I think this was pretty good and this is probably going to be the general format we probably won't take we're not going to take 20 minutes to talk about the uk every week so it'll be a little bit more spread out in following weeks but yeah uh i'm happy to be back it feels good to be talking to you again yeah for sure i missed you man great i missed you too and i gotta make sure you don't talk too much about trevor yep yep keep me in check keep me in check i appreciate it i would like to thank my lovely love wife keely for hopping on and casually sassing me (laughs) yeah guys thanks for having me our pleasure, our pleasure. All right, Sam, play us out. Yeah, uh, you can always follow me at, at Sam yourself at all. Oh, no, you know what? I'm a. And she sounds like you a lot. Yeah, so I'm just kidding. All right. And I'm going to talk to the Bears again. Drop Play Dave on Twitter. Drop Play Comics on Facebook. Drop Play Dave on Patreon. And, of course, on the thedropplay.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.